Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. I'm not even going to say it anymore. Um, <laughs> we're still awaiting the full move of Black Rifle Coffee to San Antonio, Texas. Tonight we got weird. I mean, just real fucking weird. We had a shit ton of drinks. Me, Jared, and then uh, a guy online that's super fucking funny that a a bunch of people follow. He goes by a combat veteran on uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. He makes hilarious fucking videos, and he's a crazy, crazy motherfucker. And he stopped by the show tonight uh, to give us some of his wildest overseas stories in one of the most entertaining episodes you will ever hear. Uh, in the meantime, I promise Evan and Matt will be back soon. But we've got some sponsors who still pay for this whole shit to be on the air. Uh, at the top, you hear them during every opening song. We're talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee. What that means is they make it right in-house, bag it up, ship it out three days later. Um, if you join their coffee club of the month, which we all have, uh, it gets dropped off at your doorstep on the same date of the month. And uh, it saves you that trip to Costco. You don't need to, to, to go and buy the, the giant boxes of K-cups or, or bags anymore. Black Rifle Coffee is shipping it right to your doorstep. Two of my favorite blends are the Just Black and the Caffeinated as Fuck. Uh, and their apparel is second to none. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off. That's a one-time use. Or you can use the uh, the promo code REVOLUTION for a one-time use of 20% off as well as in Ross Patterson Revolution. Uh, next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. They're our day one homies. Um, we've been with them since the get-go, and we're not leaving anytime soon. They're on for the rest of 2018 as well. Uh, Strike Force Energy's got four tasty flavors: original, make America grape again, orange, and lemon. They got they got boxes of forty, they got boxes of ten, they got a seven fifty milliliter bottle that rests on your your bar top or countertop. You can just boom boom pop a couple squirts in and fucking go. You can kick the can, kids. You don't need the can anymore. It's a tasty tiny little tin pouch. Uh, you can rip it open and uh, squeeze that liquid into any. Other liquid you have. We're talking about beers, waters, liquors, LaCroix, you name it, that's where it goes. Last longer than five hour energy. Go to strikeforceenergy.com. Uh, use the promo code Drinking Bros for 20% off. They also have a subscription of the month club and they ship everywhere in the entire world. Again, strikeforceenergy.com, promo code Drinking Bros for 20% off. Next up, we've got Grill Your Ass Off. Man. Love these guys. Ass-eating season is over. It is time to start seasoning those meats. Um, not talking about your own. Talking about the ones that go on the grill. Uh, these guys, they've got uh, the finest seasonings in the in the biz. Um, I'm a big fan of this. Uh, I have been before they even signed on as a sponsor. I've been following them on Instagram for a little over a year. Uh, their Instagram is like meat porn. Um, they've also got a YouTube channel to, to, to show you how to kind of cook your meats um they also show you some fun recipes 
And uh, they're look, they're veteran-owned. So if you're going to get seasonings this summer for all your grill-outs, uh, get them from these guys. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros for 15% off at Grill Your Ass Off. Um, big fan of these guys. Uh, and they also just added some some new beef jerky to the mix. And uh, I love it, man. It's fucking delightful. So you can get, you can get some jerky off their site as well. Uh, go to grillyourassoff.com or follow them on uh, uh, the interwebs with, with Instagram and whatnot and, and YouTube. And uh, again, promo code Drinking Bros, 15% off. Next up, we've got Grenade Soap. Um, they're back, kids. They're back, and they're better than ever. Grenade Soap is, uh, look, it's made with real gunpowder, so you know it's good. You know you're washing the stink off your body um, with, with some soap that has got some motherfucking gunpowder in it. Uh, I love their soap. Soap's like 7 bucks, I think, and uh, it's great. lasts forever, and uh, they've got a bunch of uh, manly products uh, for the bathtub, for a man, for a motherfucking man. They also get a, a taint scrubber, which is delightful. Um, you can just, well, you can whistle while you work down there, right between your legs. Go to grenadesoap.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros. Believe that's a fifteen percent off as well there, and uh, they got a bunch of fucking great shit for the bathtub. Big fan of grenadesoap.com. Uh, last but not least, we've got the Caillou app. That's K-A-Y-U. Facebook going down in flames. Um, people are looking for new social media outlets. And uh, this app is free. No strings attached. Uh, it's on your iPhone or your Android. Just type it in and uh, bring it up. What, what it is, it's, it's kind of like uh, it combines like Tinder and Orbits and, and all of that shit all in one. And uh, you can see if you know if you want to go split a concert with somebody, maybe split hotels or tickets or go on a cruise. Uh, maybe you can't afford it on your own. You can you can meet up there. You can mingle, and of course you can bone. Uh, a lot of people saying they've been boning a lot of chicks in the Fort Bragg area. So good for you. Uh, try it now. It's for free. <clears throat> it's out into the world. It's Caillou, K A Y U. Uh, it's free. And again, the, this was started by uh, is a better-known company. Again, started by two uh, Green Berets out of Fort Bragg. Big fan of these guys. Uh, check out the Caillou app; it's free. Ladies and gentlemen, live from Jared's studio apartments, it's Drinking Bros with special guest Drew Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Drinking Bros. Um, I here's the thing. If they thing. only knew, if, if they only knew, if they, if they only knew, we're you know what? Let's talk. Let's talk about it on air, air Jared. Um, because tonight we're dedicating the entire show to Barbara Bush, Bush, who just passed right now. <laughs> the entire yes, show, yes. You to Barbara Bush. That was your favorite really? first yeah. lady. It was. It was my favorite first lady. What made her your favorite, by the way, Jared? Because she was the most first lady that like you you identified with as your grandma, <laughs> through her, <laughs> like Barbara Bush. Even like in in Bush Senior's heyday, like she was somebody that I thought you know would always have cookies like for me. I'm Dominican. My grandma is nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell the tell the audience who you are, sir. Uh, Drew Hernandez, aka a combat veteran. 
a combat veteran, a, Drew Hernandez, a combat so joining us tonight in San Antonio. Boy, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Drew. You join on a really good night. Um, it is not often that first ladies die on the night that we record. Tonight that's happening. Um. I, I just found out right now. Like right now. <laughs> Drew, let me ask you your, your first initial reactions right now. Go. Your first reactions. Go. We're losing too much. We lost Gunny yesterday. The now Barbara Bush today. Yeah. Who, who did we lose yesterday? Gunny. Arlie Ermy. That's right. You know, I, t- I talked about him on the other show earlier. We have a Jared. We have an interesting relationship. He was, me- he was mean to us. Yeah. And so <laughs> I got a we I got a bunch of messages to the show that were like, dude. I know, everybody's like, oh, my God, Arlie Ermey. I'm like, that dude was a dick to us for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> and like we, we got a bunch of messages that said, hey, can you make him the drinking bro of the week or whatever? And I was like, um, maybe we'll just talk about the story. Um, <laughs> so, Drew, here's what happened. We did a, we did a little movie called Range 15. And uh, we we had originally we can we can actually tell the audience this story now that he's gone. Um, <laughs> that is terrible. It's terrible. Because again, like to us though, we never told this story. Like we didn't. We never told we, this. We never story. said it publicly. Like we kind of let it lie. Like exactly how we would like him to have handled that situation, but he didn't. We can now. And like you know, what was interesting about it is I actually went back in my notes um, for for during casting of Range Fifteen because I wanted to get this story right um because so many people had obviously written in about him and, and everything else we originally offered him the role of the pilot in range 15 who ended up uh being played by sean astin um sean astin is fantastic he was amazing in the movie he was totally game and uh and he was great however we had offered that to arlie ermy first and because we wanted we wanted everybody to be veterans like we wanted yeah and, and we you because to, to Jared's credit, like, you know, the, look, Range 15, the whole movie idea, all that shit was Jared. Um, you brought me in afterwards to help with the rewrites and direct it and star in it and stuff. But that, that movie was pretty much your your brainchild. And you had a very s- specific goal going in saying, all right, I want to give the audience what they want as well. I think the audience wants Arlie Ermey. And I was like, great. I think I can hook they it up through casting. Did. Yeah. So I, I went to casting and I said, hey, guys, I want... Uh, I want Arlie Ermey in this. And they were like, well, you know, he's a little older now, uh, but he's still doing things. And I was like, fantastic. It's a one day role. I think that role only shot for five or six hours. Am I correct on that, Jared? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we shot Sean Aston out by uh, two o'clock that day. Yeah, he was gone. And um, and he actually took off on that helicopter that he came in on, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, but we that was originally supposed to be Arlie Ermey. Really? We offered, I believe, $20,000 for the day. Um, which is yeah, that sounds about right. That was that, that that's decent cash. I mean, that's Jesus, man. That's a lot of money for a six-hour gig, and not only that, but it's you know a veteran movie, financed by veterans, starring veterans. I would have thought he would have said, yeah, for six hours, twenty thousand dollars, fucking a. Not only did he not say no, I got an email from his manager, and this is why I wanted to, to cross references. But it, in the email, it said he's sick of playing military roles, and uh, and. You know, I don't think he's going to be amped about this. He'll reconsider because it's veterans, but I don't, you know, uh, wh- wh- whatever. Um, so he said no. We didn't hear from him. And then was it you, Jared, that saw that live stream or an interview with him? And he just yeah. Said, so it was it was it was after we had already released. It was it was it was long after we released. But the thing is, though, 
when it comes to social media, all of us are more popular than him on social media. <laughs> so, like, he was he had done this stint when, you, you know, he was really trying to build a social media. He was doing a bunch of live stuff where he'd read fan mail and questions. So he did this live stream, and a bunch of people started commenting, like, without our knowledge, just people saying, why weren't you in range 15? You should have done range 15. It would have been awesome if you were in range 15. It had nothing to do with us. Like, people were just saying that. And he answered those comments with, you know, he says on the live stream, like... Did he go full metal? I mean, he was like, oh, well, that script sucked, and it was stupid, and that's why I didn't do it. And it's like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, did you have to? Did, and he said did that. You so to? Did you have to? <laughs> immediately, it got back to all of us, and we were like, oh, shit, what the fuck? Um... Look, it's I can appreciate that that kind of realness. Uh, I can appreciate that. I, I can and I can't. Uh, and here's why. Like he he, <laughs> he did a movie called Saving Silverman, which is one of my favorites yeah. um, of all time. That's a weird fucking movie. And uh, I really liked it. It's you know, it's it's about killing someone essentially, keeping somebody chained up in a basement. It was like, all right, cool. You're willing to do that, but you're not willing to do range 15 for a day, which I can. Yeah. And he was like shitting in the yard in Saving Silverman. Yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't seen it. Like, yeah. In the in the movie, like his character is like taking his shit in the fucking front yard. Like he's <laughs> that sounds like a gunny thing. though. That sounds like some shit you'd expect him to do if he was your neighbor. Like really, like his character. I, I in fucking our, hate you. Take a shit in your fucking yard. <laughs> his character in our movie is just the pilot. Like, <laughs> yeah, and he was cool. He hated Jared, and Jared was you know that interaction would have been with you, and and I thought it was a, a shoe in a done deal. And then when he said no, I was like, what? Because, I mean, this offer and this back and forth went, went over the course of, like, I don't know, maybe seven or eight days. And I was like, there's no way he's going to say no now. And then he did. And then he talked shit later. And I was like, fuck, $20,000 we offered you, man, like, uh, for six hours of work. Uh, that, that one was a little crazy to me. Uh, and, and since we're on it, Jared, and I've had a few drinks, um, I don't really give a fuck. Uh, Rob Riggle was the other one, too, man, where everybody had asked for that guy. We tried to get him. Uh, yeah, but to Rob to, to Rob Riggle's defense, he didn't come come out publicly and tell us that we're fucking. That's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> Not yet. Not but, yet. But we also we also offered Rob Riggle five times his fucking. Oh price. boy, I think and Ro- he said no. I think Rob Riggle we offered what was it forty or forty five for for one day or whatever it was. No, no, we offered ninety. What did we? Yeah, I'd have to double check that. I know for maybe we started at forty. I know for a fact it was like forty. Or we 40 kept going to 50. up. We kept yeah. saying we wanted Rob to play Keith David's part. Like yeah, right. the Colonel, the Colonel, and yeah. Matt. Like that we makes wa- sense. We wanted Rob Riggle to be the one that fucking told Matt that he was a dipshit. Yeah, <laughs> like we thought it fit perfect. I would, I would have probably said the same thing too. You, are, you're giving me way too much. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know, yeah, one of those situations. Some, something's up here. Something's up. <laughs> something's up here. <laughs> yeah, what, what's that movie where where this guy's getting like a shit ton of? Uh, uh it was um, uh, it was uh, uh, the Notebook. You know, when they were like, "We'll give you a million dollars for the house." He pops out the shotgun. It's like, "Nah, get the fuck out. You're fucking crazy." Yeah, you know, it was like a million dollars more than the fucking asking price. And he was like, "Get the fuck out of my property." Yeah, that, that's essentially what Rob Riggle said to us, and um, cause I, no, because because again, though, that was not a that wasn't an instant, dude. When you when you do this, it's, it fucking takes forever. Number one, like yeah. like essentially, what happens is casting comes back and goes, "Here are possible people," or you say, "Here's who I want." Then their agent gives you 
their asking price. You make an offer. They make a counter offer. You make, I mean, because we went back and forth with uh, Bad Santa. What's his name? Uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. he was like, he was like, no, I'll do it for, I'll do it for 45. We said, great, 45. That's the number. And he was like, oh, well, I'll do it for 55. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in between this is a week of time. So you're like, you have this time period, though, where it's like, dude, we, we got Billy Bob Thornton? You're fucking kidding me. Like, he asked for 45. We said, yes. Like, yeah. Hey, done. Let's do it. Like, where, where is, <laughs> but, but you take Ar- Arlie Ermey, he, that was the last role to cast in the movie. So we could afford to wait on that one, which we did. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. So uh, it's every. Well, and then you have the opposite, though, where William Shatner came back and said, "I'll do it, but I want a bigger fucking part, you guys." Yeah, like, I, he was. That was that was his response. He was like, "I'm in, but you give me a better, you give me a bigger role." Yeah, and he he was the, he was the first one to sign on, actually, William Shatner. Yeah, yeah, first one to sign it's on. It's just it's so like shysty. No. Like it, it, it's finicky. No. Like you never know, and then you've got. You never know with two, any of this shit. You have shits. two extra people with their hands in. You have a manager and, and an agent. So the agent is trying to squeeze everything they can out of it. And then the manager tries to step that up. So they're always going back to their client going, oh, bro. Oh, it's the you. worst. It's got the- you bottle service on this shoot. Like, yeah. And so they're like, oh, man, you're the best manager ever. But really, it's such a pain in the ass on a produ- production side because you're just like, dude, will you just... Will you just tell me the number that I can give you? Yeah, so can you we just cut through yes. weeks of bullshit yeah. and you just yeah, give a number that you would actually do this for? There's a week for? in between all this bartering. And it's like, you settle on a price. Now the agent or the manager is arguing, you know, well, he wants a, a two-bedroom suite while he's there. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. lives in town. Yeah, but he wants a two-bedroom suite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had it. You, you know what? You know what was the most ridiculous request I ever got, Jared? Was uh, I got a guy? I, there was a guy that I wanted, who they said, "Look, um, he'll do it for that number, but he he's gonna want a a, a pop up trailer, stand up trailer." I was like, "What?" And they were like, "Yeah, you know, one of those ones on hydraulics that that goes up another floor." And I was like, "Oh, why does he want that?" And he was like, "Well, he's taller." And I was like, "Well, I'm six three. He's not as tall as me." And he goes. Yeah, but you know he likes to stretch out, and I was like, "What? what, what? <laughs> Do you know how much it costs to get a trailer with hydraulics? Like Will Things Smith has people. that. It's like ninety thousand dollars for this fucking trailer." And I was like, "Yeah, no, we won't be getting the hydraulic trailer for Homeboy. You can you can tell him to go fuck off." Um, but uh, yeah, I've I've had some weird requests over the years. Uh, th- that I would say overall that shoot range fifteen was as expected. Um, Obviously, the feedback was, hey, man, this is aggressive as shit, and we don't know if we want our clients to do this, but, you know, the usual. Um, but to Arlie Ermey, rest that. in peace. Uh, he was fantastic. Um, he's a fan- Look, he's a fantastic actor. By all accounts, he was a great dude. He just didn't like our movie, so whatever. Fuck it. Don't um, make him out to be nice. He's a fucking dick. <laughs> that's, his, that's his fucking character. It's fucking gunny. He'll put a knife hand in your face and cuss you the fuck out. Right? Don't make him out to be like fucking. He's sugary sweet you know and what? shit. Drew's right. He lived up. He lived up to his reputation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
What's uh, hey Jared? Why don't you tell the audience where Matt and Evan are tonight? Because it's it's um it's become a mystery now in San Antonio. I don't even I don't even know. Like Matt is in some state that I can't pronounce. I don't know Denmark or something. Is that state? Yeah, yeah, we're super close, super close. Um, was uh, it, is he is he yeah. in Indiana? I don't know. I I can't even say. Like it's St. Augustine. I don't know. Is that a state? St. Augustine is in Florida. Definitely not a state. <laughs> Um, okay all right whatever i don't know where matt is evan i think is in salt lake possibly in seattle who knows oh that's right i did see him on uh in salt lake city uh how how on a scale of of one to to fucking aaron hernandez how crazy is it for you guys right now <laughs> because it's it's yeah we we we've gotten not not many but we, like we I, definitely have secret boyfriends yeah yeah we Wait, but we, was that was that what you were asking not not even close not even close <laughs> What we've gotten is like, hey, man, I really like when, you know, the OG crew is on Drinker Bros. And I was like, you know, what's funny. Me, too. But those guys are super fucking busy. Um, how how close are you guys? It'll, it'll all settle. It'll all settle down. You know, Matt, Matt finally is closing on his house, I think. So, like, once he moves in, like, you know, he doesn't like to go anywhere. So he'll stay right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, once, you know, once we finally build the, the new set here, then it will go back to all the OG crew. Um, I leave next Monday to head to Jacksonville, Florida, where we will do uh, a lot of our rock and roll. You know, we did our celebrity uh, string of podcasts, and then next week we'll we'll go into our uh, our rock and roll stuff because we're going to Welcome to Rockville in Jacksonville. We're going to get, you know, talk to Five Finger Death Punch, Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, maybe, is, it, is that maybe going up. down, by the way? Yeah. Fuck off, really? Yes. What are the dates? The weekend of April 27th. Okay, great. It's great. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You could drive down, you know, just hop in the car. It's a quick six. Hop in the car. It's a quick six. Uh, drive your Bronco. I, I don't have. He know, has a white Bronco. You know, I Who? lost both of those, right? Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Your Bronco was stolen. He had a white Bronco. He had an OJ. The white Bronco in L.A. Oh. was stolen. Um, yeah. The uh, the red one I gave away on that uh, Helen Keller uh indiegogo one that was a fun one though i enjoyed that yeah i drive a honda which kind accord Ooh, no six no, no you drive a bronco no. <laughs> no a honda accord uh you fucker no, no. how is that close that to a bronco car. i hate it drew hate drew it. hernandez it's got it's got power windows listen Your bronco man don't have that. listen i used to contract so fucking when i got back you know i went out and bought myself like a fucking bmw z4 and shit yeah. it was like a, a deep sea blue with red interior hard top convertible it was fucking beautiful at night mm. i used to get all the fucking like all checks and shit like that every time i went through a tow or a drive through i like your car this and that you know i felt like my dick was bigger oh man what, what? i move out to las vegas and I was like, well, I'm not going to drive because I was doing a cross-country drive. I'm, like, I'm not going to drive out to Las Vegas in a fucking two-seater. So I traded it in for a fucking Honda. Last-minute decision and shit. Everybody in New York thought I was a taxi. It went from, hey, to like, yo, taxi. Really? The taxis are like, the taxis are either uh, uh, fucking Camrys or Hondas. Really? Yeah. That's fucking Holy funny. So, shit. It was, so I, I fucking hate my car. What was your <laughs> l let me let me ask you this. <laughs> what was your most what? ridiculous purchase contracting? Cuz you, oh, you you no. guys buy the craziest yeah, don't, don't. shit, don't you? Like like you have all I, this I spend, money spend, suddenly. Yeah, it's, shit's about this is the part where it gets weird. Okay, so like, right? 
So like, so like my whole, I'm a, I'm a single guy. I don't have kids or anything like that. So I can travel the world. And that's what I was doing when I was contracting. So I said, you know what? Let me go to Thailand. All of my contracting buddies were like, Thailand is the place to go. It was either between Thailand or Budapest. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Thailand because people keep pushing me to Thailand. They're saying you can ride elephants and punch lions and shit. So I was like, I want to go do that. So I went out to Thailand by myself. I didn't know what the prostitution thing was happening. You know, I didn't know what the scene was as far as prostitution. I had to figure this shit out. So I'm in a club and I'm thinking, oh, this girl really likes me. Wow. Within five minutes, I'm fucking making out with her, a.k.a. I just finished sucking 25 dicks. And oh. I take her, I take her to the fucking it? room. Could you taste the dicks? Be honest. <laughs> so, so like, so like, I, I take her to the room, right? I do my thing. I'm not answering that. <laughs> Be honest. I take her to the room and I, I do my thing. And by the time I drop her off, she's like, fucking forty bots. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? She goes, forty bots. I'm like, what? You you need forty bucks? She goes, no, forty bots. Give me four. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I'm like, oh shit, prostitute. I should have wore a condom. Shit, hold on. And I give her the fucking forty bots, dude. I was supposed to be in Thailand for twenty one days. I was there for ten. I spent ten grand that week. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> ten grand is, is hard to blow through in Thailand. <laughs> you don't know me. Uh I was <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was putting everybody through college, all right? <laughs> putting everybody through college. And let me tell you a weird story. I met this Russian girl. Black hair, blue eyes, beautiful. Was right? she a prostitute? She goes, Absolutely. Everyone's a prostitute, dude. You're not going to find you a non-prostitute. Like, prostitute's the thing after, like, fucking junior high. Yeah, yeah. So- but, but, <laughs> <laughs> but but I would, I, would, I would think this. You go to Thailand, and, like, a Russian would be, like, a specialty, right? Yeah, yeah. Russians are definitely higher on the price. Okay, and so how much more is it? is it double what a Thai girl is? Well, this is the thing I didn't get there. How this much is a bot? Ah, fuck. Let me see. I don't remember, dude. I think like twenty thousand bots was like nine hundred dollars. And she only wanted forty bots. Yeah, yeah. It was cheap as shit. Wow. It was wow. cheap as shit. Yeah, it was cheap as shit. <laughs> cheap. So you met the you I met this Russian girl, and what happens? Right. I met this Russian girl and she goes, oh, just, uh, you know, I tell her, you know, I want to take you back. How much is it? She goes, whatever. She gives me the price. I don't remember. She says, come back around midnight. I said, OK, I'll come back around midnight. So I see these Thai fighters, right? They're fighting. They put me in the ring. I'm right there getting my ass kicked with one of them and shit like that. Right. But I still give him money because, like I said, I'm putting everybody through college. <laughs> You're paying people to fight you. <laughs> Yo, listen, I was drinking. I was <laughs> <laughs> Your situation gets weird when you drink it. So let me finish, right? So I, I, you know, I get my ass kicked, and I go over to like the rush. I go back. It's like midnight and shit like that. I go back to the, uh, to this bar. I see the girl that I want to take back, and uh, and this other prostitute comes on my table. I'm just having a drink. I don't want to talk to nobody. I got my, the girl I want to take home. I got my eyes on her. So it's whatever. I'm just waiting for a ship to get done. So this girl comes over, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm making jokes with her and stuff like that. And she didn't find it very funny. So I, I, I was playing a game with her. I forgot what it was. And I'm like, well, if you lose, you pay for the drinks. If I lose, no, if, you, if, if, if I win, you pay for the drinks. If you win, I'll pay for the drinks, whatever. She got really offended. She, she kind of looked at me like I just finished raping her. It was Ooh. a weird fucking look. She gets up from the table and goes upstairs. I'm like, okay, that was fucking weird. So I'm sitting there. And then I start seeing like this big, fucking Russian dude in the middle of the dance floor just dancing by himself but his body's like angled towards me 
I'm like, okay, spot her. She comes back down. She goes, so you're not paying for the drinks? I'm like, no, I'll pay for the drinks. It's not a big deal. You know, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I see another guy on the other side of me. Fucking another spotter. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting set up here. She goes, come with me upstairs. Come with me upstairs. And I'm like, nah, 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 I'm not going upstairs with you. This is just not happening. She goes, no, come with me upstairs. So now I'm, I'm getting a little bit more drinks in me because I'm like, if I'm going to have to fight my way out, I'm going to have some bottles in my back pocket. I'm going to have to fucking cheat over here. <laughs> so I go, I, I get a few drinks. I pay for my drinks. And I leave. As I leave this fucking Russian, you know, the girl I wanted to take home, I said, fuck this shit. So I fucking leave, and I'm going down the walking street, and I notice these two Russian guys are following me. I'm like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. This can't be happening, because I'm out here by myself, and these dudes were big, and I'm not a very big guy. I'm like 5'8", yeah, 170 I would, I, would, I would not be in a good spot. I'm like, like I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not going to Thailand by myself. So I, d- <laughs> I do what you're not supposed to do in any horror movie is go down a fucking empty alley, stay in a populated area nothing's gonna happen to you right so i'm like well you know what fuck it go down this fucking empty alley and i turn around and i see the two russians i'm like all right this is where it's gonna happen the fucking muay thai fighters pop out the guys that i paid (laughs) they they go hey you american i'm like oh thank god yo what's up they go come drink and I look at the fucking Russians, and I'm, like, flipping them all, like, fuck you. Go, yo, come on. I start drinking with these guys. You guys are like, yo, be careful with the Russians. I'm like, that's very odd that you just said that. Because I was getting followed <laughs> by some Russians. <laughs> I go to my room. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to have sex tonight. I go to my room, and I notice I'm staying at a Russian hotel. Whoa. So, was, so yeah, so, so what, what, what goes down? Did you run into them? I left. <laughs> I fucking bought the next ticket out. I'm I'm not playing this game. <laughs> I'm not playing this game up. in Thailand. You, you get on a flight and you bounce out of there. I had getaway money. <laughs> 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 I had getaway money with my passport in case I had to fucking dip and leave right away. <laughs> I had shit I was gonna leave and just shit I was gonna take and like fuck this. I'm out of here. I fucking left. I couldn't stay. I stayed there like one more day. And I just started getting too paranoid. I couldn't fucking eat. I started seeing more Russians around me. Like, the paranoia was fucking real. This was after, of course, spending like 10 fucking grand. Yeah. Wow. I left that. Why I, wouldn't they? Why, I, but I would think after you did that, like, they would like you. Like, oh, this American's great. Right? Keep spending. Yeah. We got your back, bro. No, I didn't spend on the Russians. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. I didn't get to spend on Russians. Yeah. I would have loved to, though. I got a thing for Russians. So l- let me ask yeah. you, when you were over there, h- how many girls were you fucking at the same time? Because I, I, I have this vision that it's like four or five in a bed. Is that true? Does that it, go down? It's, it's as many as you want. I didn't, though. I did that in Germany. It was a fucking exhausting. How, man, how many did you time. get in the bed in Germany? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude. I, like, I've always fucking, had this hunch. There's two, I but massage. I had... And a blowjob at the same time there, has to feel the best. I've had two, like one time in Germany, but like publicly and shit like that, like three. Like oh. I, I've been I've been masturbating in the middle of a club. Oh damn! In, in fucking Germany, like me and my buddy, and yeah, that's a nice thing, isn't it? You know, just getting jacked off in the <laughs> middle of a club. 
Yeah, you get, a, get a, a crowd of soldiers like around you and shit, just fucking watching. This was before fucking World Star was happening and shit. So <laughs> nobody, yeah, nobody had yeah. a phone out. You could just get <laughs> jacked off in the middle of the club casually, yeah. like yeah. it was a yeah. getting jacked off in the club. Yeah. That's the title of this episode. Exactly, like it was, a, <laughs> like it was just a nice, a nice Wednesday evening. It was hump day, and you were like, man, I could go for a nice J off sesh in the middle of the <laughs> dance floor right now. Fuck mm, it, delish. Did you? Fuck did it. you? Hey, so, did you achieve? What? Did you achieve climax in that? Uh, in that? In of that course. Club? Oh, there would, we go. Yeah, well, Great. Of course. Your buddies are watching. You can't disappoint <laughs> them. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I always say, Ross. I mean, <laughs> hey, Jared. Your buddies I, are watching. I, I want to let you know that that hasn't happened with me and you yet. But if it does, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the full <laughs> eye contact and encourage you mentally. Where it's just like, <laughs> I'm not gonna be that dick who's just like, dude, don't fucking stare at me. No, fuck it. If you're next to me getting jacked off in a club, I'm gonna. I'm dude, gonna, I would and, probably. Yeah, I'm it gonna, would speed it up. Yeah, I'm going to encourage you. I mean, you. if you were encouraging it, like, oh, dude, I want you to come. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. Dude, you're, you're all right. You look stressed, man. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm gonna, I, w- I want you to know, as a, as a best friend, I'm going to give you everything that I have that night. Just open your just, hand. Hey, dude, just blast in my palm. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking just go on your phone and just pop up Pornhub for him and just put it in front of his face. Like, there you go, buddy. You and go, I just man. let you blast yeah. all over my screen, all over my, my, my 8 Plus, my iPhone 8 Plus. Just like. Oh, it's all over. It's because you're holding the phone, so it's just all over your zipper. Yeah. Oh, you, you're, ever, you're ever like nutted in your eye? Yeah. Oh, good. I yeah. wasn't the only one. Yeah. That yeah. fucking stings. It, it, it hurts for a while. Yeah. It's not good for you. I had like red eye for like two days. I thought, you know, bodily things, you know, you could just, you know, fluidly mm-hmm. exchange all over and you'd be mm-hmm. fine. Nope. No. Yeah. No. No, it doesn't. So, it doesn't work like that. So, hey, w- w- hey, Drew, why do they call you the uh, a combat vet? Is that your name on? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's. I wanted to piss off every eleven Bravo in the army. Every, <laughs> you did. Every infantry guy. So you, I wanted them to know that it was an MP that has this title now. Shut the fuck up. So is that, is that your handle on like social media and all that shit? Yeah, yeah, combat veteran. That's on everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's on everything. What do you do in real life now? Are you are so you good. are you out now? Or are you in? Are you still in? No, I'm out. I've been out since fucking 2011. Oh, great. What do you do now? Videos. Videos. Oh, no shit. Fucking skits and sketches and all that corny shit. That's dope. Do you <laughs> do, do you sell t-shirts or like what? what? Yeah, of course. That's like the number one rule to do. I, that's what you got to do. <laughs> I, that's, that's why I'm asking. Like that. that's the gig. Yeah. And uh, fuck, I, I think it's rad, man. Uh, uh, like some people shit on it. I think it's great. Like why? Why the fuck not? Like if you can make sketches with your buddies all day, sell fucking dope T-shirts. Like that's a great gig in life if you can do it. But the thing is, is like I enjoy, like w- when my friends make good jokes or good skits. Like I want to wear that shit. Same here. Like right. I was telling Brandon Rogers that the other day, Ross. I'm like, dude, if you made a fucking shirt that said "Straight as a Dick" or my, my syndrome may be down, but my hopes are up. Mm. I'd wear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And I, like, I, <laughs> I saw, I saw one of your videos the other day uh, for on Worst Couple on Earth. That uh, that 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 new Article 15 shirt that was dope as fuck. And I was like, Yo, where did this come from? Like, I'd never seen that shirt before. Which one was that? Uh, the the pew one with the the two A in it. Oh yeah. With yeah, yeah. Is that a new shirt you guys have? Yeah, that yeah, that's a new the new the Pew Pro Two, 
We revised it. That fuck, got fuck that, lettuce too coming out next week. God, that shirt's dope, man. I, and and like for for instance, for example, I didn't know that shirt existed until I saw it in that sketch, and I was like, shit, I want to get that shirt now. Nice. So I've got an interesting story for you, Ross. Fire away. Myself and Drew shared a roof once, and we didn't know it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. fucking nuts. Where were and, you? And it's funny because th- this story has never really been told. Nobody even knows about that fucking place. Yeah. Except a f- handful of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were we lived in Baghdad together inside the city in a little place called Combat Outpost Callahan. Yeah. Fucking hated that in place. In 2007. Uh, but so it's a huge vacation spot, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Vacation spot, yeah. Uh, and and, so, and, and <laughs> you guys, and and when did you guys meet each other? Afterwards, years afterwards, or, oh, yeah, or there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was. We were at some event or something, and you came up and you were like, "Wait a minute, somebody said that you were at Callahan." Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." From February fourth to to August. Yeah, I think I was there in January. Like our unit got there in January. I bet that happens yeah. all the time, doesn't it? No, what? not really. I mean, that was a small bunch. Yeah. Well, the yeah, thing that, is, that that place started from the ground up. It was like a blown out fucking mall. Yeah. Start start started it. from the bottom. Now you're here. I uh, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I because the way I look at it, like everybody in the military, it seems like a, a very close knit fraternity. So you guys always talk about where you were, where you served, and all that shit. And I I always figured you guys know each other later on down the road, where you're like, oh fuck, you were there, I was there. Um, and you, especially Jared, you know, everybody, it seems like <laughs> I've heard, I've heard stories about Jared going overseas where everybody's connecting like old friends, like with like 20 years apart with Jared, where it's like, oh man, tell so-and-so I said hello. And it was just like, how the fuck does Jared know that? And we get a lot of that. There was somebody's dad, Jared. Um, and you would serve with his son or his kid or something like that. Or you would serve yeah. with, yeah, who was who that well, that we met out one time? Uh, dude, I can't, honestly, you'd have to like, I remember the situation. I just don't remember who it, it was. It was his father, and then his son had known you, and he was in, and uh, yeah, it was a crazy story, and it was just like, you were good friends with a dad, and this dad comes up and, and like starts hugging Jared in a bar, and I was like, whoa, maybe Jared had a totally different back life than I thought he did. You know, maybe he was entertaining like older gentlemen for for money or something. And then he gets into the story and he was like, man, you're not going to believe this. But uh, my son can't believe that I served with you. And he's oh, dude. a gigantic yeah. fan. And and uh, yeah, John Roger, Colonel John Rogers. He there we go. Ran Camp Air of John. Yeah. And I ran into his son in El Paso. He was a lieutenant and he was playing music, actually. And we connected the dots like, wait, dude, I've been friends with your dad for like 10 yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is always a weird conversation where you're like, man, I've been partying with your dad for years. What? <laughs> um, what was your craziest story overseas, Drew? Pissing on strippers. Uh, really? Let me see. Oh, yeah. In Iraq? Oh, we're talking about Iraq. <laughs> All right, I actually want to talk you about pissing on strippers. Um, let's. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um. Okay. Oh man. God. Has such a military influence. I don't want to 
21 on the, okay um did you pay them to piss on them because usually that's a that's an extra no nah, no nah, we were drunk that's what you do when you're drunk and you're fucking e3 <laughs> what country were you fucking in germany i was in bamberg everybody <laughs> god everybody's got some weird fucked up germany story and i don't and i feel bad now like well that's because like there's there's like seven bases in germany so you, there's always a chance that you're going to end up over there and you're either on your way over, or you're on your way back. So either way, your fucking mind is so out to lunch that you're like, we're going to do something stupid that's illegal. Yeah, why not? Uh, whose idea was it for you to piss on them? Was it yours, Drew? Uh, it was one of those uh, fucking drunken no thought process. I'm just going to do it because they wouldn't let me back in. You seem super situation. inner about this. You should be prouder, I think. A little more vocal about it. Like, you got to piss well, on I'll, a human. That's pretty rad. He's got a point. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel good about that. You know, I don't like peeing on people. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it's liquid. It's not like you took a shit on someone and then just bounced, you know? Oh, God. Like, like, like slapped a 20 into your own shit on their chest and just said, hey, man. I got this is this is for, you know, President Cleveland. Give me a minute. Dude, I, I've, I, I think I've a, done that. Give I heard a, a story recently that happened to somebody we know. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, got shitted on? No, like they had to shit on a girl and it was voluntary. I'm not going to name names, but it happened. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was for a scavenger hunt. Oh, oh God. If you took a dump on a pair of tits, that was worth a lot of points. And someone volunteered. (laughs) Who? What what girl volunteers to get shit on is what I want to know. Wait, what's the winning prize? (laughs) What do you win? $2,000. Fuck that, man. That's a $2,000 shit right there. No, sir. No, sir. Well, I, look. If you can My find guy, the right, if you can find the, the right lady and apologize afterwards, um, uh, two grand is two grand. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I don't. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're the <laughs> one. You got to you, you do it on a on a chick that you don't plan on fucking. That's that's like the big. <laughs> how do you fuck a girl you just finished taking the shit on? Like, how I, do you, I would hope like if I have to do that, I want to do it on a ladder. Like, I want there to be some height Ooh. so it just hits. Yeah, yeah, I like that. You want to hear a smack. You want to hear that yeah, slap. Yeah, I, really I really want there to be some gravity involved. In the oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Drew, Drew, so how did you come about pissing on these strippers? How did that shake out? Literally. I think we got we we ended up getting kicked out. So we were like, well, fuck this strip club. We pissed on the door. She opened the door. <laughs> got a little rain on her. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> like fuck I this thought this club. was gonna be like some crazy sexual story. You got thrown out of a club, and you were like, "You know what? I'm just gonna piss all over you, dude. Fuck you guys." <laughs> <laughs> I need to take a leak, dude. He's like, fucking got gunny blood. <laughs> I, <laughs> I need to take a leak, and I was like, "You know, let me take a leak first, and then we'll leave." No, I'm like, "I right, bet." So we're gonna go outside. We go outside. You close the door. I'm like, well, okay. I guess I'll take a leak right here. Leaning on the doorknob, I'm I'm aiming as high as the fucking as the fucking peephole. She opened the door right there, right when I was aiming high. I was going for the mountaintop. Oh, it's like Michelle Obama says, dude. When when, when they go low, you go high. Um, yeah, of course. It's a fa- <laughs> that's a famous quote by another first lady who's still alive. <laughs> R.I.P. Barbara Bush. R.I.P. Barbara Bush. Oh, this God. entire episode is dedicated to Babs and. Uh, <laughs> We uh, we're thinking about her today. We're thinking about her today. 
Man, I again, I've had some drinks. This, this is going to be a super fucked up show. Drew, what's the worst thing you've done stateside to, to a human? <laughs> Without incriminating yourself. <laughs> are you I'm pretty good stateside? Are you married? Yeah. yeah. No. No. Okay, so you're not married. Do you have a girlfriend right now currently? She's not going to listen to this. No, no I, I got nothing. You got, oh, you got nothing. Great. What's the worst got, thing you've I done stateside dog. to a girl? Yeah, that's fine. What, what do you got? I got. It's an audio show. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to really. Let's see. Uh, let's, see. let's see. Sexually? Yeah. Sexual? Yeah. Sexual. Sexual. If you've pissed on somebody overseas, oh. like you're good. Oh. <laughs> oh. Here we go. Oh, I almost killed the girl with a blowjob. Oh shit! Yeah. Wait, wait, what? I've heard almost, about this. Uh, yeah, I almost killed a girl with a blowjob. There was one time, I was on a date, and it was my cousin's school teacher. He didn't like the big age difference. My cousins are older than me. This is big, but she looked good. She had a real fatty on her. So uh, <laughs> we we go we go to the movies. We do the typical cheap thing. We go to the movies, and then I'm taking her home. Go watch a movie. A fight breaks out in the movie theater. What movie was it that a fight breaks out in? I don't fucking know. Honestly, I thought there was like a shooting was about to occur. Like I was preparing to jump over the balcony and shit like that. Were you the Tupac biopic? Like what movie were you at? Listen, listen, they stopped the the weirdest fucking movie theater because they stopped. And this was in the middle of Manhattan, too. And the Lower East Side, actually, around 14th Street, the AMC on. By the way, I used to live there, so I know exactly where that is. Yeah. So we were there, and a fight breaks out with this big black dude just taking on all the small security guards. It was horrible. Like, nobody was helping. These, and you got, like, this McLovin-looking dude trying to stop him. It's like, dude, you don't get paid enough no. <laughs> to stop this, no. big, this, no, and who this cares? dude with, like, 6'8", 250. It's like Yusha size and shit. Well, anyways, we avoided that situation, right? Because I remember I made eye contact with that black dude. I'm like, let's keep walking. Because I'm not, no, we're not doing this. Go outside, this homeless lady asking us for money, right? I'm like, okay, I know I got a dollar in one pocket, $20 on the other. So I'm like, I'll just pull out the dollar in one pocket. So I go into that pocket. I don't really look at it, but I hand it to her. But then my spider senses started going off, right? And I'm like, I'm giving her the wrong bill. I'm giving her the wrong bill. I look in my hand, and it's a 20 fucking dollar. I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm with this girl, and I don't want to embarrass myself. So I'm like, I'm looking at her, and she's like looking at the 20, like this, this lady. She's like, holy shit, he's giving me a $20 bill. And I don't want to let go of it. You know that scene in Sister uh, and, and uh, Ghost when she's like with the check? She's giving it to the nuns. I'm, I'm at that mode right there. I don't want to let, <laughs> let, let go. She's like tugging on it. I ended up letting, letting it go. And for some reason, I was driving my mom's Corolla, really basic Corolla, fucking rolled down windows and everything, suede seats. And for some reason, girls just want to fuck in that car. Really? I would offer hotel, yo, we'll go to a holiday. I don't care. They always, I, I fucked so many girls in my mom's car. It was fucking nuts. But this one in particular, things were getting hot. We go to the backseat because obviously it's too fucking small and shit. Go to the backseat. She's giving me a blowjob. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool. You know, not bad. I start hearing some wheezing as she's like giving me a blow. I'm like, what the fuck's going on down there? <laughs> so uh, she she pops her head up and she goes, "We just need some air." I'm like, "Oh, what? You're hot?" She goes, "No, I have asthma." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, what's your asthma pump? I haven't had asthma in ten years. 
thought it was gone. It's coming back. Like, well, I got an erection right now. What are we going to do about this? <laughs> like, what, what's the situation? She goes, we just need to roll down the window. So I roll down the window, and I pop her head outside the window. She needed fresh air. So I'm like, all right, then put your pants down. We're going to go doggy style here because I got to finish. I got I to gotta do something about this boner. And, uh... <laughs> And yeah, that's 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 the way it, that's the way it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do yeah, something. I almost killed about her, this but boner. I, I, saved, I saved a life that night. You did. Yeah. <laughs> you did. You got in fresh air. Combat. Yeah, it's purple heart. Combat action rhythm. Give me something. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta do something about this boner. I think that's probably the title of the episode. Um, uh, dude, <laughs> listen, man. When I was twenty four, I yeah, it was bad. How old had, are you now, had, Drew? Was, How old are you now? Um, thirty three. Thirty three. Okay. And yeah. uh, wait, you said no girlfriend, no wife. You have kids? No. No kids. What, My pullout game strong. What, what's your? What's your? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, you're 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 preaching to the choir on that one. Um, what's your What's your end game? Like, are you hoping to get married, have kids, all that shit? I, I I'm I'm not married, but I definitely want to have kids. Yeah. Uh, but I'm but out of wedlock. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Damn, right. no. Look, I'm no. asking. Who knows? Yeah. It, it could be like a, a Chloe <laughs> Kardashian stitch where you're just like, hey, cool, man. I'm going to knock up a Kardashian and then, fi- you know, figure out the rest of my life. Like, um, yeah, no. where, where do you live at currently? I'm in here in San Antonio. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, shit. You around Jared. That's going to be a blast. Yeah. <laughs> just a, a, a fucking blast. No, I'm, I'm a sober man now. I don't drink. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I'm, really? I'm kind of. Yeah, I just drink water. What, what, what made you turn sober, by the way? Uh, just, uh, just wanted to be a little bit more focused on what I have going on. Found drinking to be something. I'm past my prime. So for me, like drinking, I did that in my 20s. I should have went to AA, ASAP, <laughs> all this other shit. I was, a, I was fucking horrible with this shit. And uh, yeah, I, I did it. It's whatever. No, no weed, no, uh, no, ed- no edibles, no nothing. No, not yet. I plan to though. I heard there's some creative shit as far as when it comes to weed that'll stem the fucking creative side. So, yeah, I don't want to th- get creative. I can. <laughs> 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 I got just the stuff. <laughs> I I don't think it's hit Texas yet. Like Texas isn't legalized yet, is it, Jared? No, it's not. It's no. not. Um, maybe it will be because uh, you know who else is from Texas is Barbara Bush. And I really want to. <laughs> I really want to emphasize this. This show. You know is, who quit drinking in 1971? Barbara Bush. <laughs> Barbara Bush. I really want to emphasize what what she's done for the state of Texas, and um, uh, they they call it the Longhorn State. That's that's what uh, Bush Senior. That was his nickname in the bedroom, the Longhorn. So. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Do something about this boner. (laughs) Man, I got to do something about this boner. You know who said that was George Bush to Barbara Bush on their wedding night. He said, I got to do something about this boner. (laughs) 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 It's funny. The more and more, gotta do the more and more fucked up I get. I'm just gonna keep quoting Barbara Bush all night. You know her you real name was do some. was Barbara Pierce. Jared, that's uh, she was born in Manhattan. 
Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, I did. I did a book report on her. <laughs> yeah, you're you're a big fan. Uh, they look. Yeah, you know, I used to have her poster. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was. It wasn't signed by her. Signed by a lookalike, but <laughs> I still had it framed. Fucking can't. I had it framed. I had it hang. I had it hung up. You know. She was doing the wave, the the, the typical Babs wave, you know, that she'd do. It was like it was almost like the princess die, but a little cocked. Oh man. I'm a I'm a big B Bush fan, I can tell you that. <laughs> Just a big old huge B, B. Bush, Bush fan. Uh, J- Jared, there's there's something I want to chat about with you tonight that we talked about earlier before we were on air, and I want to kind of oh, let the audience fuck. know about this. Um what what's the deal with every fucking company that is starting to cancel outs anybody's associated with guns <laughs> shit i can't answer that well you know you but you said tito's was one of them right no so i did my research uh that's not true okay <clears throat> um for whatever reason like and for whatever reason this this surfaced up this week but it was over a year ago the president of the nssf which is the national shooting sports foundation whatever the fuck it is the people that put on shot show he tweeted uh calling for a boycott of tito's vodka because of their support of the humane society so looking into it it's like it was a stretch like he claims that the he was claiming that the humane society actively is trying to stop hunting and hunters and stuff like that. And like one website did a report on how the humane society pushes 99% of their funds to, to go against hunting and barely 1% towards, and it was all bullshit. Like they came out, the humane society came out and published their financials and was like, bro, like 60% of our shit goes to, you know, rescuing dogs and sheltering them. Like, animals and 30 percent go to you know medication study and things like that like they're like what the fuck are you talking about so i think it's all bullshit i don't keep up with none of this yeah yeah i'm from new york you know (laughs) i I do because we we get we get flooded with uh messages in in our in our inbox of it of like hey guys um this company this company this company uh one was bank of america did you see that one no Bank of yeah. America, um, I, I believe it was Delta was another one. And uh, one by one, it's like, man, don't these companies know how much money they're losing by, by doing this? Uh, it seems shocking to me, but uh, it just keeps popping up. You're man. called Bank of America, and you're against something that's in our Yeah, it's, it's like, hey, man, smart, who's going to protect retards. all of that money? Uh, it's, it's armed guards <laughs> who bring that from bank to bank. Armed. So guards I, listen i work for bank of america i identify two security flaws yeah. in people's money yes hmm. wait well, I, 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 I did i did a rant about it on instagram because i was yeah. so fucking pissed about it, like a money transfer that my mom was trying to do and they just put it through like this big old hassle just to send me like fucking some money that i had loaned her and uh and I just went on Instagram and started ranting about it. And I even spoke about the security flaws. And I was like, that your money ain't fucking safe and this and that. Yeah, but it was fucking, I, I took it down. <laughs> <laughs> I took it down. I started getting a bunch of messages the, the like, Bank Dude. of America Russians. That yeah. Are- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start following Drew. Say, then the next thing I know, two fucking Russians. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, it always leads to Russians for you, doesn't it? 
listen, listen, man. When I was younger, I was like the biggest fucking hacker in the fucking world. When I mean hacker, like, really, I, I'd be able, I'd be able to produce just about anything illegal and just play it off. Like I ended up in Florida when I was like fifteen off of somebody else's identification. That's solid. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I used to make counterfeit money. That used to, uh, it, like, it was le- legit. It ended up in the news in my neighborhood, and I had to stop doing it because it's like, well, I don't want to go to jail for that. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> Fuck, what's the craziest shit you've ever done? You have an interesting life, Drew. It's <laughs> <sighs> the craziest shit I've ever done. Are you? Were you born and raised in New York? Is that why? Because usually anybody yeah. who's born and raised in New York is, is crazy as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born and raised in New York. What what, what part of New York? Uh, the Bronx. Mainly. The Bronx. Oh, fuck. You, so yeah. you saw some fucked up shit growing up. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first person I saw die was like seven. I was like seven years old. He like fucking got shot seven times right in front of me. Fuck. Got up and just got up and just ran off. I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> what the fuck just had my aunt came really like, crying like, oh my god, Dios mío, mijo, ven para acá. I'm like, oh, what? What just happened? <laughs> he just got shot. How how's he moving? <laughs> Jesus. What made you want to join the military? <laughs> Out of a whim. I saw a commercial. It's like I can do that. What? <laughs> 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 I realized it was a big mistake like day one, like fucking day zero actually. I was like, oh man, I fucked up. How do I get out of here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. L- let me ask you, what is, what is that like on day one? Like what 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 how shell shocked are you with that experience? It was horrible because I'm not used to like I, I didn't I didn't do any research. I didn't know what infantry was. I didn't know anything. I didn't do any. Re- I just signed up like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. I told my mom, y'all, I'm leaving in two weeks. Where are you going to the military? The fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she she couldn't do nothing about it. I had to go anyways. And uh, and just that that people in your face type of it's like, well, hold on, B. <laughs> and you're not gonna do any. You're not. You're not gonna do anything. You know. You're not gonna, I was fucking like 135 pounds at that time, so I'm not gonna. So uh, just hearing like the cadences, all these guns and shit from New York. We don't have guns. Wasn't raised around guns. So I'm seeing all, the, <laughs> seeing all these big guns, and I'm like, I don't want to be here. No, <laughs> no. Fucked up one of the paperwork's and shit like that. The drills aren't caught it right. Get the fuck up. I get up, and this was around BDU times where we had to spit shine our boots and shit like that. I'm I'm getting drilled by like fucking five drill sergeants all around me. I'm like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Like I try ways to break my leg, and all these really. <laughs> it just yeah, like around like around two months into it, like we just we finished basic. Now we're going into AIT. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just finish this shit. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Like, wh- I'm getting I'm getting paid. <laughs> when when did you realize? All right, fuck it. I'm in for the long haul. Like, uh, no, nah, I was never here for the long haul. Um, <laughs> I did the reserves, and I was so used to, like, basic training because I, a, a, I had, like, an OSIT training, which means you go, you do your basic and you do your advanced indi- individual training at the same place all at once. So I was there for, like, five and a half, six months, and I had gotten used to the day-by-day routine. So I initially signed into the reserves, and I didn't even know what that meant. Yeah. So <laughs> so uh, I, I leave basic training. The reserves is driving me crazy. Like, I'm looking like the biggest stolen valor walking around in the streets and shit. I don't even know what stolen valor was at the time. And I'm, I'm like, wearing uniforms. I just wear the pants and the boots and just, like, a regular old shirt and shit like that. 
And I was like, you know what? I want to do this fucking full time. And everyone in the reserves was like, no, you don't want, they're going to yell at you. It's so scary. You're going to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, fuck you, pussies. So, and that's when I ended up going fucking active duty. And within the month of going active duty, we deployed Iraq. That was one thing the reserves <laughs> did get right. They were like, you're going to go straight to war? Where's you going? Like, yeah, yeah, they weren't wrong about that. <laughs> 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 I went in in May. I was in fucking Iraq by June. It's like, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Right? <laughs> wow. Just got to Germany, too. Like, shit, I guess I'll experience this shit when we come back. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. That's insane, man. That's really funny. Um, so yeah. you, you knew right away. You were like, yo, I, w- I want to get the fuck out of here as, as fast as possible. Yeah, I did. I did one reenlistment. Uh, like, my initial contract was, like, three years. So you know what? I think I can do another. I'll, I'll do another two years. I did another two years and shit. And I actually... I, I was in I was in Afghanistan at the time of my window almost getting out and shit like that. And I was thinking about reenlisting because I was like my PT score was up. Like I was running like 10 minute, two miles. I was getting experts on all my weapon. I was feeling very fucking on point with everything. I was like, you know what? I want to try like the selection shit and all this crap and stuff. And uh, and the retention NCO at that time who was offering the contracts was just like a, the biggest douche in the fucking world. I was like, and he, he just wasn't giving me anything. I was like, I want airborne air assault in my packet. He was like, nah, fuck out of here. I was like, dude, just put air assault in my packet and send me to an airborne unit. He's like, fuck you, I ain't doing that. Are you fucking kidding me? I just got up and I said, I'm getting the fuck out. This is why I'm get out. Get out and sell some shirts. Fuck you. So <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I ended up getting out and never went back in. I was like, "Fuck this!" That's that, cool. when I was working. When I was working at Bank of America, I was right next to the fucking UN. So we had all these fucking diplomats from different countries, third world countries, fucking Haiti, and all these. And uh, they would come in, and un- up until Obama came into town, and I saw his fucking motorcade, and I saw that two four nine in the back of one of the trucks. It's like my nigga. <laughs> 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 listen, listen, listen. I was like, what the fuck is that? What? Yeah, Secret Service, obviously. Yeah. But then I started doing research. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should contract. And that's when the idea of contracting came about. Triple Canopy picked me up and fucking I ended up contracting from there. How long, how long did you contract for? I didn't contract for long, for like a year. Okay. A, a combat veteran started taking off. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I loved it. I wanted to try my hand out at this internet shit, so I left contracting to do this fucking internet shit, and uh, yeah, that's Which fucking is ironic because my my contracting company hit me up like fucking a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were offering. <laughs> the offer was high. Hey. The offer was hey. high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what are you guys doing? Stop it. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and you said no. So shit's going well. It's all right. <laughs> that's, <weird. laughs> that's awesome that's well, well where can people find you on uh on social media a combat veteran everything on everything a so instagram veteran. twitter facebook everything forward slash a combat veteran all right dope dope a, a uh, combat veteran.com this is fucking spotify a spotify <laughs> <laughs> you got you got songs on spotify too 
No, I got I did an album with a uh, Hustle Standard. Uh, we called it Red. It's under like Our Boy Drew and Hustle Standard, which did pretty good, Jared. It did yeah. like number four on iTunes. That's fucking awesome. On the hip hop rap section, I that's was really a hard. That's it. a hard section. Yeah, yeah. But Hustle did a song for us. I good. I, lo- I love. Yeah, those the guys. Zombie Killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah they were great. They were song. Range Fifteen. Um, yeah. You know, you know who wasn't in Range Fifteen? Arlie Army. Arlie Army. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> This is look. This is this is this is about somebody else tonight. Uh, no, we we do this thing called Drinking Bro of the Week. So we're gonna get to the Drinking Bro of the Week. Uh, Drinking Bro of the Week was submitted by C.J. Darbone, Ryan Rhodes, Luana Bryant, uh, Justin Grorer. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's G-I-R-O-I-R, and uh, Tony Tamparello. This is the entire Drinking Bros Louisiana admin team. They said, we'd like to nominate uh, Lance Corporal Taylor Conrad for Drinking Bro of the Week. Uh, he was born on December 9th, 1993, and grew up in a small town of central Louisiana. Conrad fulfilled his dream of becoming a Marine in the summer of 2016 when he went off to boot camp at Paris Island. He became a crew chief on a CH-53. His helicopter went down on April 3rd during a training exercise due to mechanical issues. Conrad and his three crew members lost their lives. Prior to joining the Corps, Conrad spent a great deal of his time helping special needs kids in his community. At his time at Central High, Conrad was part of the Best Buddies program, an organization that paired special needs students with their peers. After graduation, Conrad continued to help his community through a summer camp for special needs children. Let's all raise glasses uh, and have a cheers for uh, Lance Corporal Taylor Conrad. He will be greatly missed while his legacy will live on. Cheers. 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 Uh, and to the, the uh, DB Louisiana admin team, thank you for your submission. Uh, sorry for your loss, and, uh, and cheers, everybody. Yeah, really? We had to take that helicopter down? Wait, the guy that's helping out? All the was that recent kids? with, like, three Marines in there? Yeah, I guess so. One April of those, 3rd. I went, to, I went to basic training with one of them, Holly. Really? Uh, a fucking uh, Gunny Holly. Uh, Holly, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to basic training with him. That's fucking nuts. That is crazy. Yeah, man. So, uh, you know what else is crazy? We have one more. um, And this one goes out to uh, Barbara Pierce Bush, the fiercely (laughs) loyal wife of one U.S. president and mother of another, who was a champion of literacy and admired uh, public figure in her own right. She died Tuesday at her home in West Houston. She was 92. Her I mean, is she is she the only first lady that actually is a first mother? Well, here's the thing, Jared. Her husband, former President George Herbert Walker Bush, was at her side. Relatives said she died of complications from congenital heart disease and chronic obstructive pulmonary <laughs> disease. I'm asking if she's the only first lady that's had a son that's also been president. Shh, or COPD. With her health in decline, the family said in a statement <laughs> Sunday that she had decided to forgo additional medical treatment and focus on <laughs> comfort care. She was surrounded by her family in her final days. Jared, um, what was your question? <laughs> Nothing. Okay, cool. Cheers to Barbara Bush. Because, uh, uh, like, uh, you know... Before you so rudely interrupted, um, former President George W. Bush said in a written statement, my dear mother has passed at age 92. Uh, Laura, Barbara, Jenna, and I are sad, but our souls are settled because we know hers was as well. Barbara Bush was a fabulous first lady and a woman unlike any other who brought levity, 
love and literacy to millions. To us, she was so much more than that. Mom kept us on our toes and kept us laughing till the end. I'm a lucky man that Barbara Bush was my mother. Our family will miss her dearly, and we thank you for all your prayers and good wishes, Jared. Um, you motherfucker. And then, I feel like we're talking about the Cracker Barrel lady. <laughs> Jared, and that's, uh, that's, that's Barbara Bush. That's our second. That's our drinking bro ed of the week. Um, uh, and, and here's just another like little antidote that you don't know. She possessed a no-nonsense style that pulled no punches and told it like it was, Jared, <laughs> and she did it graciously. A, a Just lot in the show, Dave. A lot of people. Just in the show, Dave. <laughs> a lot of. We're <laughs> never gonna fucking get the end of this. <laughs> He's lo- got Wikipedia up now. Next, we're gonna go into early history, financials. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people said, Jared, that she was a a, a strong Texas matriarch, uh, a steadfast partner. And her husband's political life. And uh, look, she privately offered her own opinions while standing dutifully by his side as they moved around the country and world in pursuit of his ambitions. And for that, we salute Barbara Bush, Jared. Um. (laughs) You should. (laughs) 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 All right. Cheers. 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 (laughs) Cheers, Jared. Um, yeah, hey, this, hey, that was a good one. This one to you. <laughs> this this show to me, Jared, is dedicated to you tonight. This um, this <laughs> you were really fond of her, and you always spoke highly <laughs> of her in private circles. And oh uh, my god, <laughs> <laughs> Jared, I know you're taking this last harder than others. You're you're probably trying to laugh through the pain, but I I want you to know that I'm here for you. You can text me between the hours of 3.15 and, and 3.18 uh, on East Coast time. I just want to have a drink right now. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You should. Oh, dear. Uh, you know who else had a drink? Um, the man that she met at age 16, uh, 73 years with a marriage. <laughs> Talking God about George it, Herbert Dave, Walker. Just cut, just cut it. Just cut him off. <laughs> He's gonna keep going. No, he's, we're not. He just he just found the Barbara Bush ebook. Like he's I, I pulling just, it up. He, here's the thing, because this is the like right now. I'm into the Houston Chronicle, and um, you know, <laughs> the first lady believed everyone should have an equal opportunity and and to succeed. Oh God, damn. Jared, Jared, this is a special episode about Barbara Bush, and you're fucking ruining it right now. <laughs> All right, hey, you record that yourself. Just talk in the mirror. <laughs> no, I, look, it's more than me. It's a nation that's grieving right now, and you're not there with me to uh, to grieve. Like I know you grieve privately, and you grieve hard. You grieve hard as fuck. And um, and I want you to know that if you want to call me later after the show, because you don't cry a lot on the show, but if you want to call me afterwards off air, I'll be happy to talk to you more about Barbara Bush. Yeah, hey. If anybody out there also is feeling like I am, um, you know, feeling really down about Barbara Bush, just give Ross a call at 910. Damn. Stop. Stop. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> you just left that open four more digits. Yeah, can't go wrong yeah, with that. You can only go a hundred ways there. <laughs> uh, Drew Hernandez, it was a pleasure, man. You're a weird fucking guy, and I dig it, man. It was a weird. Episode. I, I appreciate I it, it, man. Love it. Weird Love shit it. I liked it a lot. Uh, Jared Taylor. Um, this was fun, man. I, I appreciate you pushing through this episode after all you've been through tonight. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, and to anybody out there who's looking to donate, the Barbara Bush Foundation has raised more than 110 million. Uh, <laughs> just just cut the fucking feed <laughs> for literacy worldwide. Smute his <laughs> <mute his> channel. <laughs> for, for Jared Taylor. Uh, Drew Hernandez, Barbara Bush. I am Ross Patterson. Um, this is Good night. This, this is Drinking Bros. Um, she was known as the Silver Fox. And <laughs> <Just shut it> <laughs> <off>. <laughs> he's not gonna stop.